Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant Intelligence. I am your host, Brandon M. Davis. Pause for the applause. Thank you. Thank you. You are far too kind. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And I appreciate that. It's good, y'all. We have now entered the month of August. Summer's just flying by. Seeing kids are going back to school already, like August 2nd. Damn. Like, when did they get out of school? I know they were, a lot of kids were getting homeschooled, but I never knew New York school started, like, the 1st of August. Like, that's that's new to me. I remember we didn't go back to school till after Labor Day. I'm guessing a lot of y'all kids... Or in special ed or something. I don't know. Nah, let me let me not start off the podcast that way. That's negative. Shout out to all the kids in special ed. A lot of kids are in special ed. Not because they're... Let me be... I don't know. Let me, A lot of kids are in special ed. Not because they're... Retarded. They're in special ed because they may have like a learning disability or a behavior disability or something like that. So, you know. Shout out to all the kids that... When the bell rings, they stay in the same room all day. Shout out to them. But, yo, um, speaking of special, the Olympics are on. And the funniest part about it is America is winning all of the medals in shooting. Like, go figure. You know what I mean? Like, when you have more guns than people in your country, I mean, you should be sweeping the competition. You know what I mean? When you got more people dying from gunshots than COVID in your country... You should be winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we do. We're shooting ass country. Um, But I'm watching the Olympics, and what baffles me is it's always like, it's 2021, and we still have first. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, oh, the first Filipino person, the first Mexican person, the first English person... It's like, damn, in 2021, like, there's still people who of, of countries who haven't accomplished things. Like, damn, the world got to catch up. Like, what the fuck is going on? But see, I am what you call a pessimist. I am a negative person. <laughs> I see the evil in everything. And for some reason, I get annoyed every single time I hear the first black, the first black, like, I know people who feel proud in those moments. Me, I don't because I take it as the world is still amazed that this nigga accomplished something. It's like, yo, can you believe a nigga won the gold medal in equestrian? Like, it's it's like so shocking. Like, wow, like the first black, you know what I'm saying? Because like black people accomplishing, accomplishing things is just like not a part of the plan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I've never heard the first white. Ever in my life. Ever in my life. I'm sure there was like a, the first white person to win a BET award for something. May have been Eminem. I don't know. But I never heard of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure there's like a white guy that was like the first to win in some form of BET award or hip hop category. And it was never celebrated like that. And it's like. It's like they're keeping tabs on black people's accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? And and what also bothers me is like, yo, black people in America are still the only people that are represented by their color and not their country. 
like like say if a Jamaican wins a medal or does the first Jamaican to do something. They're the first Jamaican to do that. If a Scottish dude wins, oh, he's the first Scottish guy to do that. They don't say, oh, he's the first white guy. They, they talk about their country. You get what I'm saying? In England and France, there's people who look just like me. There's Asian people, and then there's people who look like the royal family. If they win something for their country, they'll say, oh, the first British or the first French person to do this. As a black person in America, if I'm the first person to do something, they won't even say I'm the first American to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, say I win Olympic gold in a marathon or whatever. Let's just for argument's sake, an American has never done that. If I win, they'll be like, and here in America, they'll be like, oh, he's the first black guy to ever do. You know what I'm saying? Like, why am I represented by my color and not my country? Is it to remind everyone that I'm a nigga? <laughs> like, like, what's the point of that? You know what I'm saying? Like, every time a black quarterback wins a Super Bowl, it's still, like, shocking. You know what I'm saying? Like, they keep tabs on that shit. Oh, Patrick Mahomes, the third black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Like, bro, do, do y'all have, like, tally marks in your basement? Like, ah, yes, the blacks are getting stronger. Like, why is that so shocking? Like, we're in a league where, like, 75% of the people are African-American in the NFL. And then it's, like, only three black people in the history of the entire NFL have won Super Bowls? Hmm. You know, the quarterback is the leadership position. Eh, y'all do whatever with that information. But um, speaking of the Olympics, Simone Biles, right? She's a she's a gymnast for Team USA, and she's regarded as like the greatest gymnast ever, man or woman. Okay, she withdrew from the Olympics for mental health reasons, which sparked a convo amongst many people about athletes' pressure and their mental health. Like, I get it. You get paid millions of dollars to go and play a game in front of millions of people watching at home and like thousands of people in attendance. And, like, the last thing she needs to be thinking about is something else while she's flipping in, like, 30 different directions. You know what I'm saying? Like, if she lands on that incorrectly, she can snap her fucking neck. You know, so I get it. If your head isn't in the game, cool. You know what I'm saying? Take a break. But here's where people lose me. Everyday people are not awarded this same luxury, like, at all. Like, you're telling me someone who spins around for a living needs more mental health breaks than a corrections officer? Like, yo, bro, think about that. Like, as a CEO, you're basically living with rapists and murderers every day, bro. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're working minimum eight hours a day with, like, the slums of society. You get what I'm saying? And then it's like, you can't miss a day of work for, like, the first 18 months when you start off. Unless it's like, you know, like someone dies in your family and it better be your mother or your father. I don't want to hear your dog died. None of that. You know what I'm saying? It's to get your ass to work, right? And quite often you get mandated to work overtime. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't know what stress you're going through at home, but they're like, nah, bro, so-and-so called out. You got to do that 16-hour shift, bro. And you can't say no. You can't call out. Like, so many more careers deserve fucking mental health days more than a, a gymnast bro like I'm, I'm not trying to shit on her but it's like shorty you do backflips for a living like i get it 
you know, you're on TV, you know, oh no, what, what if I land wrong? All right, cool. Well, what about a soldier in fucking Afghanistan who was on like his second tour? You know what I'm saying? And then like a dude in your platoon just goes, ah, I need a mental health break. I ain't getting up at 4 a.m. shooting no guns today, man. I'm going to just kick back in the barracks. <laughs> I'm going to take a nap. And good luck with y'all niggas getting shot. Like, bro, who do you think you are? You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. That guy probably does need a mental health day. He's getting shot at every day. Seeing his friends blow up with fucking landmines. You know what I'm saying? But he's on his second tour of duty. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, but people who do backflips get days off? This doesn't make no sense to me. Like, there are people who go to work every day, daily grind. Like, sure, they don't have to take the train to work. Do you know how annoying it is going to work in New York every single day? You got people getting stabbed on the train, shot on the train, watching guys jerk off. People take shits on the train. Your train is late. Your boss is a dick. You go to work. You, people, Women are getting sexually harassed at work every day. It'd be denying people sick days and all types of goofy shit. You know what I'm saying? And they don't make nearly the amount of money that she makes. Okay. The Olympics happen every four years. Like shorty. I understand. Like everybody needs mental health breaks. You had five years to take a mental health break. Like I'm, I'm really not trying to be a dick, but it's like, there's way more stressful career choices than doing backflips on a mat. You get what I'm saying? Like, so, like, so let me get this straight. We can understand the mental health of millionaire athletes who have proper diets, proper sleep, proper recovery, um, beautiful surroundings, proper travel, proper clothing, sponsorships, all of that. We can understand when they're overworked and they're feeling pressure. We understand that, right? But we can't understand the mental lapses of an overworked police officer who's like on his 11th hour of a 12 hour shift, who's in the Bronx at four in the morning with a loaded gun and scared out of his mind and halfway falling asleep. You can't understand his fear, but you can understand someone who's like scared to do backflips. And not only do you understand, you fucking praise this person for speaking out against mental health and like whole raising awareness. Motherfucker. Bro, as a cop, you have a fucking bulletproof vest on every day. Every time you step out onto the street, that might be your last day. As a firefighter, every time you get a call to handle any emergency, that might be your last day. But we don't understand that. But we understand someone who's doing backflips and can't handle the pressure. Hey, man, if you like it, I love it, man. And we're being selective because, yo, I remember, yo, you know, how they always say, oh, protect black women, understand it. Cool. I agree. We should be just be protecting innocent people in general. Right. But where was all this when Kyrie Irving was talking about he's stressed out and need mental breaks? What, what the world called? Oh, this nigga's crazy. Oh, he worshiped the devil. Oh, he don't look the same. Oh, he's toxic. Oh, he's this. Oh, he's that. He just want to smoke weed. How you just abandoned the team in the middle of the season? Someone's missing regular season games. You know what I'm saying? He plays 82 games for 80 fucking two games. This season was 72. But Simone Biles, these motherfuckers flip for two weeks. <laughs> if that. You're talking 72 games, travel, all that. You're not seeing your family. You get what I'm saying? But 
we call him crazy. We call him selfish. We say he's not a team player. We call him, oh, he's you know a lunatic. He's a cancer to the team. But Simone Biles could just take a couple of days off, kick back in the stands and cheer a team on, but Kyrie can't? Is it because he's a man? So are we saying men should have stronger mental health than women? This is why dudes be having higher suicides rates because we don't allow men to, to just have mental clarity and admit that they're not feeling it that day. Imagine telling your boss, yo, I'm not coming in. Why? I need a mental health day. Man, if you don't get your ass in here, you fired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about, bro? Like, I get it. People just need days off. Like, there are times where I'll just, I'll let my, I'll go into my app that I use to take days off from work. And I'll just take a day off because I feel like it. Because I don't feel like getting up early today. I start work at like 7 in the morning. I don't feel up, feel like getting up at 5 a.m., bro. Like, no. Like, I'm not doing it today. I'm just not doing it. I don't feel like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, these motherfuckers don't care about my private life. No, they're not obligated to. But this is what I'm saying. Why are we so pick and choosy? Why can we understand one athlete's problem but not the other? Why can we understand the stress of millionaires and not the stress of people who don't make nearly that amount of money but have even more daily responsibility? You telling me, how old is Simone Boss? She's like in her early 20s, probably. You know what I'm saying? You mean tell me this pampered athlete who gets fucking foot massages every day is more overworked and mentally fatigued than a mom of a single mom of three who has to feed all three of those kids? Like, can you imagine what a single mom was going through when COVID happened? Like when COVID hit and teachers were just like, hey, all three of your children need laptops. And she's got one salary and she's like trying to buy iPads and laptops and shit. She's barely making rent to begin with. Can you imagine? That's fucking stress. She can't just say, you know what? Taking a break from being a mom this week before her snap. Like she can't do that. That's her responsibility. She's signed up for three kids. She's got to take care of those three kids. Just like as a professional athlete, when you sign up to perform and you get paid a gajillion dollars to do it, I don't want to hear about, oh, I'm not in the mood today. Like you motherfuckers work half of a year. If that. If that. But then there are people who go through daily commutes and daily struggles who just kind of just, all right, suck it up. You know what I'm saying? Either suck it up and get fired or, you know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. We got to cut this out. Anyway. Summer is here. Concerts are back. I've been seeing, like, the highlights from Rolling Loud and Lollapalooza. Man, man, the city is back. Liddy, yo, these concerts got, like, 100,000 people. <laughs> Fuck covid you know what I'm saying? No masks, no vaccines. We just out here doing what we do, baby. What it do? Yo, speaking of concerts, yo, that, people mad at the baby. <laughs> like, goddamn. Um, apparently he said some um uh, homophobic words. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna break down what he said exactly. Because I don't want to, I'm not here to pick a side about whether he was right or wrong. If you want to know what he said, you can just go look it up. Just Google him. He's on like an apology tour right now. Um, but what I will say is, I don't think he hates gay people. Want to know why? Because that man did a song with Lil Nas X. Okay? With Lil Nas X. 
I don't know if you saw Lil Nas X latest video, but bro, <laughs> like this is man, he, he he's just owning the fact that he's gay. I ain't mad at him. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> like, like <laughs> y'all gotta see this video. All right. It's called Industry Baby with him and Jack Harlow, right? The song that the baby did with, with Lil Nas X was like a couple years ago now called Panini, right? And this was post Lil Nas X coming out about his sexuality or whatever, being gay, whatever the case may be, right? I, I don't know if he's gay. I'll just say he's a part of the LGBTQ community. I'll say that. I don't I don't know what he identifies as. So I don't want to label nobody. I don't want nobody attacking me. Son just, you know... He's into what he's into. Um, but he has a song called Industry Baby featuring Jack Harlow. Now, the first time I heard the beat, I was like, yo, this shit is tough. Like the bass was hitting, the trumpets were sounding all triumphant. I didn't even know that Kanye was like a co-producer on that song. Shit was fire. But then I saw the video. <laughs> like, and it the video is a bunch of greased up niggas twerking, butt fucking naked in the shower and, and working out in jail. Like it's, I mean, it's gay shit from a gay rapper. Whatever. Teach their own. Now, a lot of people are upset and outraged at the video. And this made me, like, I mean, it kind of has something to do with it, but it doesn't. This made me ask my boy a question. Like, because we saw the shit and I was just like, ah, you know, I mean, if you into that, cool, but ah, I don't want to see this shit. So <laughs> I had, it made me ask a question. I was like, yo, if you had a son, would you rather him be gay? Or murderer. And my boy legit could not answer the question. And now you have people saying, oh, hip hop is dead because it accepts gay people now, which makes me wonder, right? So you're saying gay is wrong, right? But making music about abusing drugs, which has killed multiple rappers, making music about running trains on women is cool. Idolizing rappers who don't take care of their children is cool. Idolizing rappers who join gangs and commit murders is cool. Idolizing rappers who beat women is cool. But Lil Nas X is where you draw the line? Like, I'm not saying you have to enjoy his um, male frontal nudity fulfilled videos, but, you know, there's, I think there's more problems than just what you think exist you know like unfortunately like the negative of hip-hop is like synonymous with black culture so what are we telling society when millions of people in our culture that it's okay to call out women bitches abandon our children sell drugs join gangs commit murder you know rob steal all that crazy shit walk around with fake asses and throw your money at women and call them bitches and cars and jewelry and all that ignorant shit right all that ignorance shit that's cool that's okay like you could do all that instead of building the poor community you came from like we treat each other like garbage and the richest people of our culture tell millions of people that ignorance is our culture how is that any worse than a bunch of gay dudes dancing naked in the shower <laughs> like, like i'm just like yo i mean you don't have to watch the video <laughs> like to be clear, I don't want to see naked dudes twerking. Like, I'm a heterosexual male. But I'm not going to sit here and say that he's killing hip-hop when there are people out here actually killing rappers, bro. <laughs> like, you see what I'm saying? Like, 
Like we promote stupidity and violence every day and then get shot when dumb and violent shit happens in our community. Like, like it's easily to shoot a nigga listening to Poo Shiesty, right? Like, don't like white people be listening to chain smokers. I guarantee your move will change. Like, you ever heard like what's that song Chain Smokers got with Halsey? That is like the happiest fucking song of all time. You ain't gonna wanna shoot nobody listening to that. <laughs> like your whole move will change. And not for nothing, we've been calling rappers gay forever. Pac was saying Dr. Dre and Quincy Jones was fucking, yeah, we called Dr. Dre one of the greatest producers of ever, of, of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like Prince was out here with his whole butt cheeks hanging out of his jeans, <laughs> dressing like a princess from medieval times and shit. But y'all gangsters out here wearing purple rain t-shirts. R. Kelly was pissing on 15-year-old girls and marrying Aaliyah when she was 15. But motherfuckers are still saying, nah, R. Kelly a legend, he innocent. Yo, what? motherfucking Lil Wayne was kissing baby in the mouth and y'all was still rapping Lil Wayne lyrics bar for bar saying he's the greatest rapper alive. What? And then y'all talk about, oh, men kissing men is gay. He was kissing baby in the motherfucking mouth. Y'all been, been accusing Diddy of being gay forever. Diddy was fucking his son's ex-girlfriend, Lori Harvey. <laughs> like, that's a fact. I'm not making this up. And then what, what do all black people say? Nah, bro, for you to make it in this rap business, you got to do some gay shit to join um, the Illuminati, bro. It's a secret society, bro. And, uh, eat a dick, bro. Y'all say all this shit, right? And then y'all keep supporting them and go to their concerts. And then y'all turn around and say, I don't fuck with that homo shit. No homo, bro. But you call these rappers gay because they're famous and then you go support them. But then when a gay rapper actually comes out and says, yo, this is what I do. And y'all just like, oh, nah, bro, we can't have that. Can't have that. Y'all so this <laughs> like... People always talk about, nah, the frequencies of the musical, you know, hypnotize you. Da, 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 da. All right, cool, bro. Cool, 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 cool. I hear you. Okay. So, so you listen to gangster ass drill music all day. So you cool with wanting to go shoot niggas for nothing? You're cool with your kids listening to that seven in the morning going to school talking about get it back in blood? That's the type of frequencies you want your kids listening to? That's not a problem? Hey, bro. I heard that whole Lil Nas X song, bro. If if a song makes you want to go suck another nigga's dick, uh, <laughs> I think you got bigger problems than the song. Not to say that you sucking another guy's dick is a problem. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, you can't think for yourself. Like, motherfuckers act like if they watch a Lil Nas X video, it's just like a magnet on a dude's dick and their mouth is made out of metal and they're just going to, like, be attracted to dicks all of a sudden. Like, oh, my God dicks you know how many gay dudes watch rihanna videos and they don't want to fuck her like like if it's no way you watch that work video by rihanna as a straight man that didn't want to fuck her not one gay dude want to hit that not one gay dude now what are we talking about son damn bro like out man I don't understand. Like y'all, y'all, y'all scared of your kids becoming gay because they watch something on television, but then y'all smoke weed around them, sniff cocaine around them, abandon your kids. You, you, you afraid of your kid becoming gay, but you're not afraid of your kid becoming a deadbeat father like you. Oh shit! The nerve of you, people.
The nerve of people. Ay, ay, ay. But yeah, yo. Summer is here. Shout out to everyone going on these COVID dates. Yo, speaking of dates, my boy did, my boy did the most legendary shit I have ever heard in my life, right? Y'all, listen, I'm not here to say whether he was right or wrong. I'm just here to recite that I found it funny. Okay, don't shoot the messenger. Don't shoot anybody, but this was funny to me. This dude, he... um wanted to go away with his side chick, but he had no idea of how to get away with her without his girl finding out. Like, they're going on, like, an actual trip. I'm not saying their location. Um, But (laughs) to get away from his girl, him and his girl do not live together, right? To get away from his girl, this dude said, yo, babe, I got COVID. I can't be around you for the next two weeks. Yo, that's the most genius shit I ever heard, my nigga. Yo. Yo. My man said, I can't see you for two weeks because I got COVID. He probably going to get COVID on his trip. But, (laughs) like, how do you think of that? Like, what? You know how toxic you got to be to really sit in your room and be like, I got it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why his brain is like genius in that way, but not about other life decisions. Like this motherfucker cannot do math, but he, he can think of a lie, an inventive lie and slick lie quick. Like I don't operate that way. I'm like a little too truthful two times, but too too many times. That's why I get in trouble a lot. The easy way to get in trouble, I always say, is just tell the truth. That's the easy way to get in trouble. Nobody want to hear that shit. A good lie, everyone will go along with it. Everybody love a good lie. It makes them feel better. You say, you say the truth all the time, man, you're going to get ostracized by society. How many hateful DMs I get about this show? I would say fuck y'all, but that wouldn't be right because that means you're listening if you hate me. So keep hating me. I appreciate it. But yo, um, dating, right? Quick advice. Listen, man, fellas, just uh, yo, listen, I, listen to Uncle Brandon. I right? just listen. If you go to her IG and she has anything Zodiac related in her in her bio. She's for the streets, my nigga. Like, she's batshit crazy, bro. Like, like she legit makes her life decisions off of co-star, the pattern, and tarot cards, bro. Like, this this chick really believes in the heart of the cards, my nigga. Like, like this bitch thinks she's in Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, what, what, what type of time are you on? You know what I'm saying? Like, this bitch trying to summon Exodia and her motherfucking celestial alignments. No one got time for that, bro. Like, she's just, yo, just split the bill for two and get out of there, all right? Don't ask me how I know. Just know that I know, okay? I'm here to save you. I'm here to save you. With that being said, with that being said, the plus side to these psychopaths is they always got some fire weed, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. And they probably gonna let you hit with minimal effort, bro. I'm just saying, pussy might be a little hairy. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I, a friend told me, okay? A friend told me. All right? A friend told me. That's how I know. 
But but like Shorty really thinks Jupiter and not the person in the mirror is the root of all her problems. Like you you don't need that in your life, bro. Like how you got the universe figured out but you can't figure out your life on earth. You get what I'm saying? Like if she asks what time you were born, just give a fake time, my nigga. Don't 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 wrap yourself up in that. Like Shorty really trying to analyze if y'all charts sync up whatever. Like to each their own uh, I'm not really here to judge. I'm just I'm just here to give you a, a warning, you know. But don't do it. <laughs> like just just smash and dash, bro. Just smash and dash, bro. You do not need those type of problems in your life, son. Like you got fucking candles everywhere and weird ass blankets and incense going. It's just like, okay, yo, I'm just trying to watch a movie and get some steak dinner. And this bitch is sitting upside down with fucking statues everywhere. Like, who got time for that, yo? But I'm not a hater. Ladies, 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 ladies. Uncle Brandon got you too. You know I gotta look out for the ladies. I got a sister. I, I love women. I have a sister. Okay, and whenever I give women advice, I would like to think that um, I would give y'all these the same advice I would give my sister. Okay, ladies, if you eat a nigga's ass, domestic violence is in your future. Just letting you know, like no one on planet Earth crazier than niggas who get their ass eat. I'm just shorty. I'm letting you know. I know this because I know niggas who be out here getting their duke shoot tongue down and they all have had uh, disputes with women, I'll say. I mean, I think it's because they feel less of a man for liking their ankles pinned by their ears like a little bitch. But I mean, if you want to get your butthole play with, bro, do you, man? I don't look at you any different. I don't look at you no different, bro. They everybody, everybody got they, they thing. You feel what I'm saying? And I feel like they often try to prove their their manhood and overcompensate and beat on women so she knows he's still the man. Like, like, bro, don't get mad at us because you use your girl's tongue as a bidet, bro. Don't be beating her up over that. Like, dudes really be out here on all fours twerking like a New Orleans bounce video getting their ass ate from the back, bro. Like, if I was into that, I ain't gonna hold you. I feel like I got to prove my manhood too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Again, this is a judgment-free zone. Like, like what you like, like who you like, but I'm ladies, I'm just giving you a fair warning. You know what I'm saying? I'm just letting you know, man. These niggas be getting their duke shoot lick. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like that, that nigga going to spaz out. He's, he's not wrapped too tight. You feel me? Don't say Uncle Brennan. Don't say Uncle Brandon wasn't here for you. Yo, people, but also, like, in a, in a not, not a serious note, but, like, in a not-as-comical note, um, when you're out here dating and you're back outside, COVID is over, and you're meeting new people, uh, one piece of advice I can give you is become friends with people who don't look like you. Okay, that way you're not ignorant when it comes to people's cultures and traditions. It'll decrease the hate you have for people who come from different walks of life. You know what I'm saying? Like growing up, my mother used to babysit a dude who grew up in my building. So, of course, he and I became friends. Fast forward to now. He's a gay man. I legit think 
as kids, we kind of knew like he was a little bit different, but we didn't care. That was our boy. You know what I'm saying? I had another friend growing up. His dad was Brazilian and his mother was white. His dad spoke Portuguese and was an artist. Like that was that was like the first time I learned that you didn't have to go like a regular job to make nine to five money. One of my closest friends and still my boy to this day was a Jewish kid. I never forget I went to his bar mitzvah when we were 13. I didn't even know what the hell a bar mitzvah was. And I know people in their 30s now who still don't know what it is because they haven't been exposed to different cultures. And they'll never be able to have that experience as children because they're too old now. Um, and it's just crazy because growing up, a lot of my friends came from so many ethnic backgrounds that I just I just became immune to how different cultures work. I remember I had this boy who was Hindu. You get what I'm saying? I have West Indian friends, Asian friends, Latino friends, white, black, Jewish, Muslim. Like, I just see people as people. And I think it's because I were exposed to them at such a young age. You get what I'm saying? And I feel like the harder, the older you get, the harder it becomes to assimilate to different lifestyles and beliefs. So now as an adult, nothing comes as a culture shock to me. I never saw in race the point of racism, classism. Some of the nicest people, nicest people, most hospitable people were poor people from the hood. You know what I'm saying? They lived in the quote-unquote hood, and they were quote-unquote dangerous people. They, you know, these people will give you their last dollar, mama cooking home-cooked meals, all of that. Some of the biggest pieces of shit were people that I met from good neighborhoods and were in good communities and went to good schools and had good parents. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I think, and then society would view these good kids from the good neighborhoods as good people, and they aren't. And the kids from bad neighborhoods would just be titled as bad kids. Like, when Stop and Frisk was going on, they were not doing that shit on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. They were in Brooklyn, the hoods of Brooklyn, the hoods of the Bronx. I mean, the whole Bronx is the hood, but that's different topic for a different day. I said I wasn't going to make no jokes, but it's like, and they, they don't know anything about these kids. A lot of kids in the hood are just trying to go to school and make it out. They don't really want any problems. Not every kid in the quote unquote hood is bad. It's just that they're their reaction to certain things may be different because of the people that they're surrounded by. They're surrounded by more dangerous people. You get what I'm saying? And it's like so much ignorance and misunderstanding and that kind of leads to violence because we don't understand each other at all. Like, I be everywhere. People don't know where I'm from. I have to tell people I'm from Brooklyn. You know how many years people thought I was a Dominican dude from LES because I'm always down there? People really think I'm from there. Like, I'm not, bro. And it's crazy because it's like people will hate Jews but have a Jewish lawyer. They'll hate Indians but have an Indian doctor. Hate Asians but eat Asian food. Hate Latinos but want to fuck their women because they got fat asses and visit their islands. I mean, everybody going to DR to get their ass done. But y'all hate Dominicans? What type of time you want? They want to hate black people but blast rap music and say nigga. They want to hate Muslims but go to Dubai for a vacation and talk about, oh, we getting A-rap money, we getting that oil money. 
but you don't want to embrace anything about these people's culture. This is ignorance. So people, please, please stop being ignorant. Get to know people who don't look like you. The world is bigger than your skin color and your neighborhood. Speaking of ignorant ass niggas, <laughs> we have our favorite part of the show, Supreme Dickhead. And of course, it goes to a man in Florida. This nigga, his name is Jose Hernandez Rivera. Okay. From Tampa, Florida. He is now facing animal cruelty charges after deputies say he allegedly injured his family dog. Okay. He's being charged with torturing, inflicting pain, serious injury, or death to an animal. Like, <laughs> it's not funny, but it's like, I, I love dogs. But let me just, so son came home and to his mother's house. And she has a two-year-old Chihuahua Terrier mix named Canela. And my man decided to just get it back in blood and beat this dog with a broomstick and fractured the dog's leg. And she's like screaming at him, don't hit my dog, you're going to break her legs. And my man just turned around and said with pure ether in his voice, it's just a dog and just continue to beat the dog shit, no pun intended, out of this dog. Apparently he has a drug problem and decided to pull up and just take out all his frustrations on the family dog. Me personally, I don't don't get mad at me, y'all. Don't get mad at me. Whenever I see a small ass dog, again, I love dogs. I love bigger dogs. Like to me, the bigger the dog, the cooler they are. Whenever I see a small, barking, annoying dog, I'm not going to hold you. Part of me wants to kick this fucking dog like it's the game-winning field goal at the Super Bowl. I don't know why I just get tempted, but I don't do that because that's fucked up. I don't harm animals. And again, I love dogs. Like, I'll find something cool about the dog. But this man probably has my thought process, but doesn't have the functioning power of my brain. And he came out of... Uh, the hospital high out of his mind after he recently overdosed and decided, you know, doggy taking up too much space and went full Michael Vick, excuse me, on this dog. I mean, and, and now he's facing prison time at 28 years old. What a moron, bro. <laughs> what a moron. Jesus Christ, man. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway, time to end this episode with a beautiful quote. And it goes like this. If your girl won't change for you, it's time to change your girl. Stay toxic. Now, let me stop. That's not the quote. <laughs> I'm playing. That's not the quote of the day. The quote of the day is something more aligned with my life. And the quote is, most people prefer to be wrong with a group than to be right alone. Think about it. Stay black, y'all. Peace.